0: Hey, this is
1: Jonathan. And this is Alan, and you are listening to the Nerd in Me podcast. Jonathan, what are we doing today? We are going back to the
0: 80s, and we're talking about <laughs>
1: Spider-Man <laughs> and his amazing friends. <laughs> I had a feeling you were gonna do that. And yet you did nothing to stop me. No. <laughs> Wow, this is this is a fun fun cartoon. I mean, do you recall, let's see, this came out like I want to say early 80s maybe. 81 maybe? Does uh, that sound right? Yeah, that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Thought... And and do you remember uh you know watching this when you were a kid?
0: I do. It's uh, one of my all-time favorite Saturday morning cartoons. Um, it predates me reading comic books. It's, it's probably one of the main reasons I read comic books. Um, just from watching. Oh, I didn't know
1: that. So you mean to say you were watching this cartoon before you started collecting comic books?
0: Uh, yeah. My, my first exposure to superheroes and probably most kids uh, of our generation was, um, the super friends and Spider-Man's amazing friends and those, uh, early, early cartoons, yeah, I think
1: I mean I remember reading someplace. I think Marvel actually, you know, I remember reading something a long time ago why they actually did this. Stanley was in New York. He moved to California, and I think they wanted to start like a superhero cartoon to kind of rival against the Super Friends. And I think this was kind of it, you know. So were you familiar with Iceman and Firestar at the time too? No, Probably not.
0: No, I wasn't. I mean, and and that's one of the the great things about the uh, the program was it introduced. Uh, it introduced a lot of unknown heroes or not as well known heroes to, uh, to, uh, to myself and, you know, our, our generation. Um, yeah, I mean, Iceman had never even heard of I don't, I don't even know if at the time I knew what an X-Man was. Um, and as you know, Firestar was created specifically for that show. Right. So, uh, no one had heard of her until the first episode. Sure. So
1: uh, uh, when you know when you first watched the show did you feel a connection to any of the three characters
0: Well yeah I mean I always liked Spider-Man I mean you know Spider-Man had a show that was on in the 60s that was reran while I was growing up so right it's kind of you know ingrained in us you grow up just knowing Spider-Man Batman Superman those those iconic heroes
1: so sure. uh, I was like
0: Peter Parker I was like the uh, Spider-Man and um I thought Bobby was kind of a goofball, Iceman. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I had a little eight-year-old crush on um, Firestar. Yeah,
1: yeah, Miss Angelica Jones. Miss, Angel-
0: mm-hmm. Miss Angelica Jenks, my friend.
1: Right. Yeah, I think you know when I remember watching the show as a kid, I you know I loved all three characters. I, I liked the whole, you know, Iceman Firestar kind of you know combination there with Spidey being the, like the linchpin of the group and stuff. And you're right, I, I remember. Being introduced to all these, you know, awesome characters of, and I think they had, let's see. Oh, well, yeah, they had, uh, oh, they had like Captain America and, you know, other Marvel characters that I don't think of. You know, I, I, I what, what was this, the Marvel cartoons before this one? It was like, like a 60s kind of thing. Remember that one?
0: Yeah, in the 60s they had, um and I don't know that they were each like a half hour, they were maybe 10, they would do like three episodes, like 10. 10 minutes each, and there's Captain America. I mean, I think they're mostly remembered for their iconic theme songs, right? You know, right, Captain America throws his mighty shield. Uh, there's a mighty Thor, there's, there's a Hulk, Hulk. uh
1: uh-huh.
0: Um, Spider Man, of course, um, which I think was separate from those kind of vignettes. He, his cartoon, I believe, was a half hour, which is the uh, the classic Spider Man theme one,
1: right? And those yeah. are just
0: the Marvel ones, you know. DC also had a. Predate uh, the Super Friends or Batman and Superman, and I, I remember an Aquaman cartoon of all things. But um,
1: yeah, I remember it was like Aquaman and Aqualad
0: Yes, and that that predates us being you know before we were born, and but they were in reruns and stuff while we were growing up. Um, right. But our main, I mean, for me, my main shows was Super Friends and um, Spider Man as Amazing Friends. That was my real introduction to these guys.
1: Any particular episodes that come to mind when you think of Spidey and his amazing friends?
0: Well, my favorite one is always, um, I like the origin episodes, um, but Seven Little Superheroes, just because you've got to see so many different heroes. Right. Um, I don't know if you remember, but it's when the chameleon um, traps everybody in, in the house, uh, invites a multiple party, and you it know, turns out he's a bad guy. He's just trying to kill them all. Right. It was all of you, that was his master plan. Let me just kill
1: them all. That's really what I'm trying to do. I like I like how he tries to take take down Neymar by having him swim in alcohol. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like he didn't figure that out the moment he walked into the pool. He's like, Oh, this refreshing pool, let yeah. me take a dip. Oh, it's isopropyl alcohol. My wounds are stinging. stinging. He's trying to sting me to death.
0: <laughs> right. um, I am, I'm
1: so disinfected. <laughs> yeah. um,
0: I forgot that part to be with you. Sorry, so, that's fine. So um, <laughs> let's do a little quick trivia on this. Um, who do the okay. four superheroes? Assuming you know. The first year of Spidey, Iceman, and Firestar. Let's go oh, back and the, forth. Oh, you name one. Of
1: huh? Oh, okay. I'll, I'll give
0: you She-Devil. How about that one? She-Devil. Very good. I'll give yeah. you Captain America. Doctor Strange. Uh, name or Would you stand it already? Uh, ooh. Is that did we say
1: Captain America? We did.
0: I say Captain America.
1: Uh, 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 I don't know. Ms. Lion. Wasn't she counted as one of them? Who? Ms. Lion. Didn't they count her as... Oh, no, she was the eighth little superhero. Oh,
0: yeah. Um, How uh, we all we did. seven or
1: forgot. We didn't
0: forgot? I that. think we hit all seven already. We didn't count. Someone's going to count when we do these things. All right, well,
1: that was seven. <laughs>
0: uh, wait, let me try it again. Captain America, Doctor Strange, Shannon the She-Devil, Namor. Yeah, that's it. That was seven.
1: That's all seven there, yeah. But I, but I like... Go ahead, I'm sorry. I also liked the episode. It was... Uh... Well, what was neat about um, A Firestar Was Born is not only did you get Firestar's origin, but you also get a a tease of the X-Men as well, you know, with with the juggernaut and Spidey going on at uh, at it as as like a background story where it all comes together at the very end.
0: That's right. The the, the opening premise is an X-Men reunion. Correct, yeah. Yeah. And Wolverine was Australian. (laughs) <laughs> That's right. That's
1: right. Yeah, he's like good eye, mate. Yeah, and twenty
0: and twenty, thirty years later he was actually Australian in the movies. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> he's played by Hugh Jack. Look um, at
0: that. Yeah, those are just good shows, man. I because mean, and even Bobby's uh origin, you know, when he got teased for being a a mutant and t- wasn't it like a mad like a crowd right after him is crazy things like that?
1: Yeah, yeah, like yeah. the crowd went after him, and then I think that it kind of mimics the comic book as well, where you know, muty and you know, they're hating on him and stuff like that. Right. Um, yeah, I think that they, they kind of briefly touch upon that too. And
0: something I really, really, really loved was, first of all, he had Stanley do intros for each one of them. Right. But they answered a question that you really—they didn't need the answer. I mean, they had that high-tech secret hideout. You know, they moved the trophy and everything would flip over and become the, all this computer crowd fighting, yeah, um, material. And, you yeah. know, it's a kid's cartoon. How many kids are really questioning how they could afford that?
1: Sure. But they do
0: a whole episode based around, well, this is how they afford it.
1: Right. You know, I think they, they go against, they fight against the Beatle, right? Yes,
0: because he's trying to do some um, industrial espionage against Tony Stark.
1: That's right, yeah. and yeah, he wanted like some power, or something off Tony Tony Stark, and as a thank you, Tony says, "Hey, let me give you a billion dollars worth of computer software." Yeah, he really pip-
0: he pimped out he pimped out their apartment, <laughs> right?
1: Right, and right. Ame has no idea all this stuff is in there in her own place. Yeah,
0: that's just right. great. Uh, the best part is, I think uh, toward the end of it, they go. If they only knew that Tony Stark was really the Invincible Iron Man, they, like, flash Sal- his <laughs> helmet.
1: I forgot about that. Well, why That's did he funny. put the
0: suit on to get the work? Why do you let these teenagers <laughs> do all the work? That's right. Yeah. Lazy guy. But I got to tell you, the episodes were – they were chock full of uh Marvel um history and lore because the, the first episode was – I believe it was the, the origin of the Green Goblin or uh, – Yeah, that was, was the first scary. episode. He was was. scary looking, and
1: he downright scary scary looking. Yeah.
0: Um, and then uh, the Black Knight. I mean, the first time and Black Knight is one is an obscure Marvel hero who I really uh uh, he he's one of my favorite obscure heroes, and he was on um the first time I ever heard. Man, his amazing friends. Right. And he had the, what do you call it? the Ebony Blade, the Ebony? Blade? The Ebony Blade. Yeah, echoed,
1: right? <laughs> yeah. Blade? Blade? <laughs> you know, as popular as this cartoon is, because you know, you know, especially you know, people that watch cartoon like we did in our age group, it's it's amazing that they really didn't um, do any offs in the in the cartoon. I know they did like a a one shot. I think they did like a four issue Firestar. Thing and then she kind of officially joined the X Men, but you never really saw the three come together in, in a real complete story. You know, <laughs> every time I've seen them uh, in comic books, I think they did it in like one of the Ultimate series. Um, indirectly, they had, I think, right? Sp- uh, Iceman and Firestar with Spidey. Well, what am I wrong? Um, I'm, I'm not I'm sure.
0: Of, I'm not aware of that in the Ultimate books. But if if you want a quick rundown on what they've done i can give you a quick one so what happened was after the show premiered um you know firestar became fairly popular and they they gave her a four issue limited series really? and um ice fan also got a four issue limited series uh and that was pretty much the end of it um, firestar actually premiered in comic form in x-men 200 maybe could be, I think, part of the Hellfire crew. Yeah, she was a Hellion, right? Yeah. So basically, uh, for, for people that don't know, is that, um, you know, the X-Men worked out of Xavier School for Gifted Youngsters, and there was another, or a, kind of like a rival school for mutants. Um, I don't remember the uh, official name in of the school, but uh, their students are called the Hellions, whereas the uh, students at uh, Xavier School were the new mutants. Um, and Firestar was kind of recruited by both of them. Uh, and instead of going to Digger, she went to the other school, which was run by Emma Frost, and she became known as the Hellion, and they became, they were kind of rivals to the x They would fight and things like that, nothing too awful or serious. Um, and then she she eventually changes her mind, and I mean, I'm not going to go through her whole history, but she, she doesn't stay a Hellion or a bad guy very long. Uh, now, fast forward to a few years ago, this is the last mention I, re, I, I remember of a, uh, of the Amazing Friends in comic form was a few years ago, they did a storyline more with a storyline called uh, I think it was called Spider Universe. I hate, I hate this story, you're gonna tell me, I don't like this. Why? Oh, because I told you what was going on, right?
1: Yeah, it sucks. Well,
0: the premise <laughs> of it was these hunters that they hunt like different, like they, they're like almost like vampires, they but they only feed off like spider powered heroes, so they would go through all these altered dimensions and just kill spider-man from very different dimensions and um I, you know I mean for me the premise was pretty good but what I think what the artists and the writers wanted to do is they wanted to work in every iteration of spider-man there was TV video game right. comic book and they did a really good job of it i I mean I don't think that they left anybody out but there was a you know like a one or two page scene where what basically was happening with all these different iterations of Spider-Man was they're just, like, they're getting quick one paddle, two paddle, a page, maybe, of getting killed by these vampires. So there is, like, a one- or two-page scene where Spider-Man's friends were dead, and they were killed by these particular vampires, and they, I guess they made some kind of, like, uh, Easter egg-type joke about being on TV or anything. Yeah,
1: so, that kind of sucked, but it was cool at the same time that they that they recognize that particular group, you know, Spidey, Iceman, and Firestar, that in some parallel universe, in, in, in Marvel lore, it's actually recognized in the books, which was what, what really hasn't been done, really, you know? Right. So it was a nice little throwback with that.
0: Well, I think what it when we look back now, you have to understand that I think that Spider-Man and his amazing friends had a huge impact on what we all know who Spidey's supposed to be. Uh, as a character. Um, I don't think the other cartoons before that really did that. Uh, oh, you mean the Peter Parker side of it? The Peter Parker side of it. And just, yes, and his motivations and why he does what he does and how we expect him to act and behave. You know, with, when people are screaming that you know, Superman doesn't kill or these other
1: things. Oh, yeah. You know, this is one of the few cartoons, you know, like in the 90s we had like the X-Men and whatnot, but this is one of the few cartoons where you can watch an episode, and a good amount of that episode is actually when they're not superheroes. I mean, they actually do legitimate character development between Peter and Bobby and Angelica. You know they actually had like legitimate personal stories, and they also had their, their superhero stuff, too. but like I, they, they really developed the characters on their, their own personal lives, which is not common in superhero cartoons. Right, absolutely. I mean, if you look at um, you know,
0: obviously Peter's story is one of the tragedies losing Uncle Ben where he learns how to be responsible. They so you have Bobby, who um, you know, in a way was bullied. Well Bobby and Angelica were both very, very much bullied. And sure. you know, you your life could turn out very differently when you're bullied growing up. Um yeah. so able to turn that around. Right. And um... it was
1: it was nice to have these stories where they're not always in character, you right. know.
0: And they had like like relationship issues. Like they had boyfriends and girlfriends, and I mean they they were even in some kind of weird, um, unstated. No, maybe it was even stated a uh, love triangle. Or uh, yeah, Bobby and you know, Peter it, are always trying to
1: take Angelica out. And they uh, yeah, trying, and they, they right. and you know Angelica, she's like oh, okay, you know almost almost kind of like boys fight over me, and right. you know one night she'll go out with Peter, and one night she'll go out with Bobby. You know, and how about that one storyline um, with uh, uh, Dracula, I think it was. Yeah, she fell in love with the vampire, right? She fell in love with the vampire. She also fell in love with Magneto. They're like, who's she dating? You know, who she's going to go on? And she, and she won't say. At the very end, she goes, oh, it was Magneto the whole time. You know? He really
0: for I remember him being in an episode. I forgot that part of it, though. That's funny. Who was she like? Yeah. I saw
1: there, there were actually a couple episodes that were actually like um, – about re- her relationship. Oh like one of my favorite episodes was what's was uh the sunfire? Sunfire, right? Yes,
0: that's a great episode.
1: That is a great episode. Well, first of all, come on, interracial dating on you know, the Saturday morning cartoon. Oh so fantastic. That? Fantastic. Oh, yeah. That was Oh hey, you know, if I start, you know, dating an Asian, that's a plus. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, no, no, but you're, you, that's, that's a good point, interracial r- dating in the 80s. Yeah. You didn't really see that on, on cartoons and stuff. Yeah, you're right. I I it, it,
0: They really did a great job with the writing there. And I mean, Didn't Bobby date like a girl from the future or from out of space or something like that? Or was that Peter? That was Peter. It was the like, uh, or something like was that.
1: The, yeah, right. Uh-huh. Yeah, huh Yeah. Oh, and actually in that ep- – no. Wasn't in that episode – well, I think I'm getting confused – They talk about Bobby's sister. Wasn't she part of that, too? Oh, was she? Yeah. It's like one of the few times they mentioned Bobby's sister. And, wow. Man, I don't remember that one very well. As a matter of fact, I think it's like one of the last episodes of the whole series. Yeah, I was
0: just thinking that, too. I think it might have been the last episode. Yeah. The guard star or something like that. Yeah. But, yeah. So, but they did a great job of developing the characters, of almost serializing it because they would tell you their origins. They would tell you how um, uh, they got their their slank apartment. They would, you know, Video Man appeared in two episodes, and they weren't oh. they weren't consecutive episodes. You know.
1: give me your favorite villain.
0: Um, it's not Video Man. I hated Video Man. I can tell you I hated. That's a little bit warm. I hate warm like a. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was annoying. Um, that was my annoying. favorite villain. Uh... Okay, I got one. Uh, he's not. I wouldn't call him a villain. Maybe he's like the anti-hero. There was a the Doctor Doom episode, right? Yeah. There was. Yes, Doctor Doom with Black Frump. No, was Black Knight involved in that one? Oh no. No, remember there was a guy like the Fantastic Mister Frump who had the powers. Oh, yeah, like luck powers? or like Yeah, like uh, there was like an amulet that Dr. Doom was going after that split into like three pieces, whatever. Oh, yeah. And then when Dr. Doom got the pieces together, he had like the power of a god or something like that. But this old guy just picks up this thing, this amulet, and all of a sudden he's like a superhero, and he's, he's trying to woo Aunt May on a date and stuff, you know? Yes, I remember that. I remember that. So, um, other than the characters, you know, it's it's funny when, after that show, and, like, let's talk about the voice actors, the guy, uh, Dan Gilvezan, I think his name is, whenever I hear his voice, to me, that's Peter Parker. Like, even when I'm reading comic books, that's the voice I hear in my head, you know?
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. And uh, Kathy Garver, who... Kathy Garver, she also played Sissy on Family Affair, which is I think that TV show came out in the 60s. And she was Firestar. And, uh, you know, if you – what's pretty neat, you know, if you guys go to, like, Comic-Cons and whatnot, she frequents them. I actually met Kathy Garver at the Stockton Con. I think this was, like, over the summer. And it's bizarre to see her and hear her, and she sounds exactly – as far It's so amazing. And I remember meeting her. I was, I was starstruck. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm actually meeting you. And when I met her and I was talking to her and I said, you know what? I love, I love you. I love the show. <laughs> you know, I love the show so much. I actually named my daughter Angelica. That's how, now, how much joke that did influence on me. Yeah, was
0: that? I was going to ask you if it was a coincidence or that you, you were like, this is why we. I want to name my daughter Angelica.
1: Oh, it, it, it's completely after Angelica Jones. Oh, completely. That's completely. Completely. And I remember when she was born, he sent me flowers and it said, A Firestar is born. Did I really? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, man, we're such nerds. I know. Right? Um, <laughs> Frank Walker, uh, Welker, actually, he's a big name in, in, in cartoons. Yeah, he, yeah. Did Scooby-Doo, he did Scooby Doo. He did. Megatron I right and I think he's um yeah th- this guy's done a not, lot he he was not, like a pro, a pro uh, voice actor he's he's Yackle
0: Warner I believe but uh actually I don't know I might be confusing myself he might be pinky or pinky or the rain or the brain uh no. oh really yeah, but yeah he's very well known um yeah
1: they have some great voice talents on there and um uh yeah, it's pretty neat if you know does kathy Garber go go to, to the con that you go
0: no, I, I go to uh, the one in Pittsburgh. It's called – well, it's outside of Pittsburgh called Steel City Con, and they don't really get a lot of voice actors. Um, if they Okay. Um, as far as I know. Um, yeah, so you're fortunate in that respect that
1: you got to meet those. Yeah, because I, I think Kathy is from California. But, but anyway, yeah, I, I I love this show. I mean, when it comes on, I always get that warm, fuzzy feeling because I remember as a kid going downstairs – got the bowl of cereal, putting on my Spidey and his amazing friends, and, and just absolutely love it. You know what perplexed me, though? It, it blows my mind that it was only three seasons. For some reason in my head, I thought it was more than that. And then, you know, looking back in IMDb, there was like, I think one season, you know, they only had like four episodes, you know? right? So, yeah, well, it, it was actually it, it was kind of limited.
0: Well, I, yeah, and a little longer, because yeah, as kids, I mean, how many times have we seen the same episodes? The fact that we're sitting here 30 years later talking about them, let you know we've seen them a
1: lot. <laughs> yeah, but, over and over. Right. Yeah, and it, and, and it had a run on like ABC Family. It had a run on Netflix, and finally it came out on DVD that you can get on, you know, Amazon and stuff to, to you know watch the shows. But it took a while. It did make it uh DVD? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Another yeah. official release. Uh, unofficial release. How about that? No,
0: see, you can't be promoted that kind of stuff. I don't know what you're talking.
1: But you can not get it on iTunes. I I did when it went on iTunes for sale. I did get uh, I think mm-hmm. the whole season. They yeah, had the whole season on there, and uh, I got that. So yeah, I got in full uh, digital. So it's fantastic.
0: Did they go out west to make a movie? and The Hulk was in it. Yeah, I hated, yeah. I know. I hated that episode because that show was. Right after it, the Hulk show came on.
1: That's right. It was like the Spidey Hulk hour. Yeah. Or and I didn't
0: like that. the Hulk show. so I didn't either. So whenever it was, <laughs> when, when was Spider-Friends with Hulk, I was like, now I have to watch an hour of Hulk. This
1: is some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I forgot they had that the, the double show. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of the Hulk show. I, I think I kind of remember watching it only because it was right after Spidey and stuff. But I was never really crazy about it. Uh, that particular series.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I'm just saying, just reminiscing about this kind of stuff is we have to do, we'll have to do future podcasts on just Saturday morning cartoons in general.
1: Oh, my goodness. That That's going to be like a five hour show. Yeah. Because yeah.
0: <laughs> I, you know, not to sound like the old man, you know, waiting to get the kids on the lawn, but kids say they don't understand Saturday morning cartoons because they have cartoons any anytime they want now. There's like nine different channels that show cartoons all day. And when do we get it? We got it for like two hours after school and then. Four hours
1: Saturday mornings. Hey, at least we ha- we get cartoons in the morning nowadays. I mean, like, I mean, uh, back then, nowadays, I don't think they really do that kind of stuff anymore.
0: Well, they don't need to because they have four different channels that play cartoons all day. Oh, right, yeah. that's true. So, yeah, you know, we had our hour before school. We had our hour or two hours after school, and then we had four hours on Saturday mornings. And then if you woke up early enough on Sunday before church. You could watch like an hour of cartoons. Not...
1: So let me ask you this. Yeah. Do you think that, let's say, you know, Marvel is doing, you know, they're very successful, obviously, with their, with their cinematic universe, their TV universe and whatnot. I think they've had, they've in some cartoons here and there. Do you think if they did like a new Spidey and his amazing friends with the same Iceman, same Firestar, same Peter Parker, do you think it would succeed today?
0: That's a good question. Um, i, I do not going to answer that. I am not in tune with what they're watching nowadays. Because apparently a couple of years ago, there was a spectacular Spider-Man that was really good, but it got canceled after one season. Um, and I mean, it
1: feels like they're rebooting Spider-Man every year now in a different kind of cartoon. Yeah, That's a good point. That's that's a really good point. I mean, it's kind of to the point where, um, especially with Spidey, it just seems like a saturated kind of thing. Right. You know, with, with how many Spider Man movie iterations have there been, and then all of a sudden it rolls into video games and cartoons. It almost takes that that special something out of it, where back then it was the only thing you got. You know, there was no Spider movie at the time, you know? That's all you got. I mean, even before that Spider Man cartoon, we talked about before they had a 60s cartoon, and I remember one action Spider Man, but that's it, that's all you got. And, and because superhero things, it was. Like a talked about thing, it wasn't a popular thing, and and so you did have something like super popular, like the Amazing Friends. It, it blows your mind, but you're right. Nowadays, maybe it wouldn't shine as well, not unless they got the whole characterization again. You know, Kathy Garver, if she's willing to do it, she sounds exactly the same. You know, um, but you know, yeah, I don't know. I mean, if they took the route of the original premise of the show, and had the, you know, the whole. Relationships between them and part of superhero stuff. Maybe it could be successful.
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't know what is considered good cartoon nowadays. So I don't know that I can answer that question. I know I'd watch it if, if I mean if you talk a total reboot with the
1: um, voice actors and everything. Uh. You know what I think would work? Not maybe a cartoon, but if they actually had like a special, like. Comic book of Spider Man's amazing friends, like a, like a little mini right. series of them, like a continuation of that cartoon and kind of bringing it forward. I think I think I'd be down with that. And I bet you that'd be a hot seller too. I yeah, I, I
0: would go along with that. I mean, I've, I've read a lot worse comic books, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man. Okay. So I, I mean, look, it was great walking down memory lane with that one of my most favorite cartoons of all time. Uh, yeah, it's something I can watch again and again, even at this age, and uh, it definitely left an impact on on me. It, you know, it's one of the things that led me into comic books and and uh, loving redheads. I think so. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> that's all right.
1: Yeah, I think Firestar was was everyone's first kind of crush. Uh, well,
0: absolutely, absolutely. All right, well,
1: all right then. Well, thanks for listening, and uh, hopefully we can get these shows up on, on a pretty consistent manner and stuff. And uh, um, we're on iTunes now, so if you can go on there, rate five stars, give comments, give feedbacks. This app is really cool. Anchor, we can call into the show. Call to the show. Give us some suggestions and ideas and things, you know, and, and spread the word. All and right? if you're out, west, and,
0: and any of the voice actors are on, at a con, go see them and give them some love.
1: There you All go. Right. All right. Talk well, to I'm it. out. All right. Bye. Bye-bye.